<laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk, what's up? Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, cause the love is the point. The love, if they baby. knock me down, then I, I get up. Dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound. Don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. How's everyone doing today? It's another lovely Saturday, y'all. Y'all know how we do. Thank you to everyone joining in. Today, we are talking about the spirit. Ooh, I like that, right? What's up to everybody up top, everybody in the middle, and those down here around me? You know, I've given this one a lot of thought as we approach the 10th episode of Living Your Truth with Tavares Season 6. And you guys know that, and ladies and kids watching and listening, uh, you all know how I feel about self-love and self-awareness. And it isn't often that I speak about the spirit, but you've probably heard me talk about it periodically if you have been tapping into the podcast since the first season. And so when I think about the spirit, I often compare it to like that inner voice that a lot of us will hear, that inner voice that will stop us in our tracks, that inner voice that sometimes will remind us of doing good and bad, what's right or wrong. And I know I've been very transparent about my struggles when it comes to my, well, to me, to who I am, to where I come from and my evolution of where I've came from. Um, I understand how impactful the generational behaviors have become and have been in my life. And so that in itself has driven me closer to myself and wanting to find out more about myself. Um, when it comes to the spirit, as far as, and again, you know, I speak of myself, everybody. I don't tell you guys how to feel or what to do. Y'all know the show is all inclusive, not exclusive. And when it comes to myself, I look at my spirit as, you know, my momentum, my driver in life, the force that gets me up every day. So it's very important that I am very aware of what I'm feeding my spirit and not just in terms of food and nutrition, even vibration, energy, the people I'm around or not around, right? We all have people in our lives that we can either be around for three minutes, but not three days, right? We all have people in our lives that we love to hang out with. You get on the phone, it's all good, but would you really consider taking a one-week vacation with them to Italy? Hmm. You understand what I'm saying? In the spirit, we, I, have been able to become more aware and more vulnerable, though it's not easy. Uh, and you guys know I always have some really fun facts to share and details of that nature. And we'll get into all that. But, you know, I wanted to know what it's like for you and how you feel about the spirit and the efforts that you make in feeding your spirit the right way. Uh, I'll start with myself. And so one of those ways, meditation obviously working out, staying physically active, right? Because all these things feed the spirit, right? Even what I watch on, te on, on television, and 
quite frankly, we don't really watch much television in the Garrett home. It's mainly because we're busy and we're coming and going. But really, a lot of the stuff that's on TV, especially the news, can be a bit stressful. And it wasn't too long ago when me and Mrs. Garrett, we decided to stop watching the news in the morning. Um, We kind of just did it. We didn't really give it much thought, but we knew the energy that was coming from the television. In fact, every morning we would get up, we, you know, we watch the news because, you know, you want to know what's going on, right? Traffic, weather, etc. And the stories just kept being about this murder, that murder, another death here, killing here. I'm not even sure if the news outlets understand how much stress and anxiety they are pumping out every day. And the thing is, they're pumping this stuff right into our lives via our phones, laptops, iPads. I mean, it's everywhere. And so we decided to turn off the TV in the morning and we decided to start playing jazz with no lyrics. And let me tell you, it's been one of the best things we've ever done. I can definitely say that my anxiety level in the morning has come down quite a bit. Even last night, I believe I watched the news in the early afternoon briefly. And once again, another murder, a double homicide. I turned it off because I have to be mindful of what I'm feeding my spirit. It's not, again, not just nutrition, although we'll get into that. But it's also the information that we're taking in, right? Even from certain friends, Like I said, some people, they may tend to move with a bit more negativity than others. I've been there. Remember, everything y'all hear me talk about, I've been a part of that. So I know what it's like to move with that energy. I know what it's like to have that energy impact others. And so I had to make mindful decisions and even some tough decisions. I've had to put relationships, friendships on hold because of the energy that was coming from the relationship, right? Or the friendship. We all have friends like that. Like I said earlier, have friends that we love, but sometimes their energy just isn't what we want to be around. We'll party with them, but will we do business with them? Mm -hmm. 10 ways to nurture your spirit life. Okay. And this is according to my good friend, Deepak Chopra from Chopra.com. Number one, know your intentions. Lately, that's been a huge narrative for me. Intentions. Um, The reason one should know or why I should know my intentions is because it gives us a roadmap to where we're going and what we're doing. It allows us to be specific or at least myself to be specific in knowing my intention. Knowing my intention will allow me to put together a plan that will provide me access to where I'm going. And that is why knowing your intention is very important. Set your intentions high. This is something I've been doing more so lately, and it's been working. It's been helpful. Look, I'm not saying this stuff like it's easy because it's not. It does take work. You have to be intentional, okay? You have to be deliberate, and you must be you must be available. You must be available to this new opportunity. That's how we're able to level up within ourselves. Number three, see yourself in the light. Do you see yourself in the light or do you see yourself in the dark? I've lived in the dark, so I have seen myself in the dark. And let me tell you, didn't like what I saw either. But here's the interesting thing. I stayed in the dark for a long time. I stayed there because I grew comfort there. 
Now, why would I grow comfort when I'm trying to elevate my spirit? Why would I grow comfort in the dark? That's because I was too afraid to come out into the light. The light was too bright for me at that time. The darkness had a hold of me. And unfortunately, I became comfortable in the darkness. We know people like that, too. They have a hard time shaking that type of energy. That was me. I no longer wanted to move with that energy. I've always had friends be around me or, or, or family. And, you know, one minute they're like, man, you're great to be around. The next minute they're like, dude, you need to go take a chill pill. It's because I wasn't paying enough attention to my spirit. As far as I'm concerned, and I've been saying this for many years before I even knew what it meant. Everything is connected. I'll say it again. Everything is connected. And so the more I told myself that over the years, the more it began to make sense. Number four, see everyone else in the light. This is a beautiful opportunity for people to connect and be mindful of others, to think others first. This falls right in line with leadership character. When we see others in the light, we are seeing them in a way they may not see themselves. We are given the opportunity of perhaps the relationship and chance. Everybody wants a chance in life and many people deserve those chances in life. So let's do them service and see them in the light, even when they don't see themselves in the light, because that too can be very powerful. Number five, reinforce your intentions every day. Do you do this? I do my best to do this. It's called a routine. It's called keeping myself in line and aware. No, it's not easy. This is not a cakewalk. Some people may say it is. For me, it hasn't been. It's been awkward. It's been uncomfortable. It's been emotional. But today, today, we're walking through it. Today, we're confronting it. And this is why when we reinforce our intentions every day, we give ourselves the opportunity to stay on the path that we have created for ourselves. Remember, don't count yourself down and out. Count yourself up and in. Number six, forgive yourself. Ding, ding, ding. You guys hear me do this ding, ding thing often. I do the ding, ding thing because that tells me, oh, this one has landed and it's landed with me. I have a hard time forgiving myself. I've had a hard time forgiving myself. I'm here to let you know we have to forgive ourselves. It's okay to have checks and balances. It's okay to take inventory of your emotions. But what good is it if we're not willing to forgive ourselves? I've done a lot of things in my life that I'm not proud of. I've done things in my life that I feel like I'm still trying to live down within myself. And because I have not been able to forgive myself of certain things, that has also held me back from other opportunity. It's held me back from even opportunity with myself, from being more self-compassionate with myself. So it is okay to forgive yourself because it's not about getting knocked down. It's about getting back up. And a good way for us to get back up, at least to start, is to forgive ourselves. Number seven, learn to let go. Yeah, man. There's so much with that one. Um, I've held quite a grudge in my life at times. Uh, I've held grudges for a while, only for them to be, you know, for them to really come up and be about nothing in the end of it all. Like, what's the point in holding a grudge? I get it. We're upset. We get mad. People do things or we may do things and things do happen. But holding a grudge 
we are holding negative energy. And for what? For what? I mean, I think about how many times I've held grudges with friends and family. I think about the grudges I may be holding right now. And because I found comfort in those dark moments, holding a grudge was really no big deal. But guess what? It is. It's a huge deal. Because when we maintain that energy, we are perpetuating that energy. We are pushing that narrative forward. Remember, we get what we give. So if we're giving off that nasty energy, don't be surprised when you get it back from someone that you know or don't know. Number eight, revere what is holy. Now, I won't go too far into religion because that's not a place I prefer to go on this particular platform. But I will talk about the spirituality as it relates to revering that. We want to be mindful. I want to be more mindful and will be more mindful through routine and intention of my spirit. Because as far as I'm concerned, my spirit is also energy. And that energy can also be infectious and contagious. And it can and will impact others. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. Sit tight. We're paying some bills and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. How's everyone doing today? Back for another lovely Saturday. Happy summer, y'all. Today we're talking about the spirit and, well, how that energy can or cannot be helpful to you. Four things to help revive and nourish our body and soul. Be physically active. Exercise the stress. Because exercise helps to get rid of stress, boosts our moods, and elevates our energy level. Not to mention the heart and its health benefits. Being mindful of how we treat ourselves. Again, you've heard me talk about this. How we think, how we talk to ourselves. All this feeds into our spirit. It's energy. At least when I speak to myself, that's what I say. That's how I look at my spirit. It's energy. It's what gets me up every day. It's what moves me through the day. Can my spirit muster up the momentum? Well, that's going to depend on me. That's going to depend on my mindset of the day. Is your mindset in line with your intentions? This is something that I work on all the time, daily even, because that is what it takes, at least for me. Perhaps you are different. Maybe you can do it a few times a week. For myself, I must be on top of it. And that's because I'm looking to elevate myself, my spirituality. I'm looking to drive myself closer to enlightenment, right? Closer to being a better human being. And why do you ask, does Tavares do this? Because it's what my spirit feels on the inside. Have you ever felt like you're having like an internal identity crisis type of a struggle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And what's that about? I'll tell you. That's the turbulence within us. That's the good versus the bad. That's us saying, well, I want to do this, but I should do that. See, we all must be accountable for our energy and our spirit. And a good place to start is being physically active. Eat well. That means eat healthy. Look, if you're a high performance performer, you are not going to be able to sustain your performance, your high performance, that is, eating burgers and fries all day long. You will not be able to sustain that. Always eating out. No shade to eating out. Me and Mrs. G eat out often. 
However, it's also in moderation. We also do a lot of home style cooking, lots of veggies. Mrs. Garrett loves to cook with a lot of color, peppers, onions, all kinds of cool things, spinach and mushrooms. This stuff all plays into, not stuff, this food all plays into our spirit. Remember, everything's connected. So even what we drink, we drink Congan water all the time. I don't even drink soda. It's very rare that I'll drink a carbonated beverage or even Mrs. Garrett will drink a carbonated beverage simply because we prefer to stay in line with what we have created. I'm in the gym five days a week, full body, 2.5 hours a session. Now, why would I come out to Burger King? Why would I come out to McDonald's? Why would I come out to In-N-Out Burger? No shade on any of them brands. Shout out to all y'all, but I don't eat y'all. I don't buy y'all. I don't roll with y'all. And that's because I prefer to feed my body high-performance nutrition. Why do you ask? So I can perform at a high level. Also, calming the mind. We all have stressors in lives, right? And look, I'm, look, I have one of the biggest, toughest times calming my mind. Many times I have to just go sit down and not think about anything. And that's difficult, too, because we all know how hard it can be to turn the mind off, right? Especially right before bed, especially after a long day of, you know, tedious work, heavy attention to detail and things of that nature. It can really get us into a place where we, you know, we're not being mindful of our spirit, right? And look, we've all been there. We've all said, F it, I'm going to go do this. Only to wake up the next morning like, damn, I shouldn't have done that. Look, when I was drinking and partying and drugging, there were so many times where, you know, Friday night would come and the party would get going. And I would tell myself, okay, don't drink too much tonight. Tomorrow we have another event. Got to be ready to go. And, well, it wouldn't go so well, you know. And I wake up the next day full of regret because I didn't listen to myself. I didn't listen to my intentions. I wasn't intentional about even listening to myself. I was just going with the flow. The spirit doesn't just go with the flow. We must, I must continue to be intentional and deliberate in what I feed my spirit. Also sleeping well. I've been struggling with this lately. My sleep lately has been not so good, but I still show up to myself. I still go after trying to get good sleep. I still work out. I'm still in the gym because there's certain things that will calm me down. And so I can't just throw in the towel because I'm having a hard time getting sleep. I must be more intentional. I must focus harder. Maybe there's too much going on. We have to calm that down. Turn the lights off. Turn the TV off. Uh, Perhaps do journaling before you go to bed. I've actually been doing that lately and I can say it does help. What I've been journaling about, and I'll give you a little exclusive right now, is I tell myself three things that I want to be better at the next day. And these are specific to me. Like I'll say tomorrow I want to be more of a servant leader for myself or tomorrow I want to be more self-compassionate to myself. And I must say, the last couple of nights that I've been doing this, the mornings that follow have actually been a bit lighter. Like this stuff really, really works. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. You guessed it. We'll be right back. What you say? I heard it through the grapevine. 
Remember, practice positive self-talk. Treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. Don't forget to pick up my new book, Kissed by the Wind, a book of poems and passions, volume three, out now on Amazon Books. Go ahead and search Tavares Allen Garrett and get yourself a copy. Thank you for your support. Get your next nutrition coach at thebodysynthesis.com today. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. How y'all doing today? We're talking about the spirit. That's right. Y'all know how I feel about energy. Energy's big. Um, look, when you break human beings down, we are atoms and molecules, ladies, gentlemen, and young adults and children who are listening with their parents. Um, we're energy. That's what we are. We transmit energy. We're walking transmitters all day, every day. You know, being in a space where we are able to feed our spirit to me is a blessing. When we're able, when we're being intentional about feeding the spirit, I feel like that's when we're able to take advantage of the opportunities. And how do we do that? Okay. The spiritual activities for self-care. Let me share them with you. Again, shout out to Chopra, Chopra.com. What up, Deepak? Number one, practice yoga. For those of you out there, you're, what are they? Yogis? For the yogis, shout out all the yogis out there. Practice yoga. If you want to talk about a great spiritual self-care tip, yoga, man. Yoga. Me, I stretch and I love the way I feel when I stretch and meditate. Um, I've never done yoga, but I'm sure it's light, slightly similar. Um, I'm open to it, though. Meditation. You guys heard me say that many, many times. Number three, try mindful walking. What is mindful walking? I just saw someone's head kind of go, huh? Mindful walking. Um, count the steps. Count all the steps. Kind of like chewing your food. If you count your food 50, one to 50 times, by the time you get to 50, you will start to create a sense of self-awareness. If you get 50 to 100 chews in, you're definitely going to be aware and probably out of food somewhere around the 75th chew. <laughs> I've tried it. So yeah, I think your food starts to disintegrate right around 50, 55 chews. The point is, is that you're being mindful. You're being intentional, right? Who counts how many times they chew or even take steps. Well, people do count steps, but they usually use their watches to count the steps or some type of, you know, health um, contraption, which tracks sleep, steps. You get what I'm saying. So number four, clear your space. That's right. You got to clear your space. Maybe it's your workstation. Maybe it's your desktop. Maybe it's just in your mind. For me, a lot of times I've had to clear my space. How do I do that? I sit down. I'll turn off everything. Um, a lot of times in the gym when I'm working out, as often as possible, I will try and clear my head in the gym just to push through the workout and to really be present in the workout. I don't really think about much. The music is on, but I even play my music low now. I used to blast it in my ears, but then I was thinking, I'm the only one who hears this. So why am I blasting it in my ears? Remember, 
even that, what I listen to is feeding my spirit. That's how intentional I am about this stuff. What I eat, what I drink, what I'm watching on TV, the kind of music I'm listening to. There's certain music that I love, right? For example, Tupac, love Tupac, rest in paradise, King. Pac, to me, Pac gets it going. He gets it going. But on a Monday morning, do I really want to feed my spirit, Pac? Mm, Probably not. Probably not because that's not how I want to start my week. Now, the weekend, a weekend workout, maybe I got to go help a friend move. Oh, yeah, we definitely going to play some California love. That's for sure. Because I believe there's music for every mood. If I want to chill out and relax, it's probably going to be jazz with no lyrics or even reggae with no lyrics. Reggae, we play reggae in, in the Garrett household Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because that's what we love. We love Bob Marley, the whole Marley family. So that's how we approach you. Again, we're being intentional about how and what we are feeding our spirit. Connect with community. Number five, man, this is great. Are you connecting with your community? Are you involved with your community? You know, as a kid, I used to hear this stuff a lot and I would see people volunteering. And my first thought was, who wants to work for free? Why are people out there working for free? What's the point of that? I'll tell you what the point is. That's their spirit. That's their spirit showing love, giving love back to the very community who's been supportive of them. That is what is needed in our communities. That narrative needs to be perpetuated. That narrative needs to be pushed forward. The other day we were at the gas station getting gas and I walked into the store to pay And these two little boys were out front and one of them asked me for a backwood. And for those that don't know, a backwood is a leaf that individuals will crumble up their Mary Jane and they put it in this leaf and they roll it up and they smoke it. Now, if you know about a backwood, it is probably one of the most harshest things that you could smoke um, and inhale next to a cigar. And so this young man was 17 and he asked me, hey, sir, will you get me a backwood? And I looked at him and I said, you know, I got kids your age, if not older. And he said, huh? I said, unfortunately, young man, I can't do that for you. That wouldn't be right. He said, "Okay, sir, thank you. Now, the reason I did that was because I didn't want to perpetuate a negative narrative that is constantly plaguing our community and not just the black community, but all of our communities. Me saying no to him, to me, was a win and still is a win. Now, there was another man that came in after me that did buy him the backwood. But we're not concerned about that guy. We're concerned about what we do, right? Right now in this moment, what I did. And so I feel and I hope, my hope is that me saying no to him. And by the way, he was very polite when I said no. He said, thank you, sir. And so... My hope is that me saying no to him will lend itself to him showing that same respect and regard for the next young man that asks for a backwood so they can roll a blunt. I just didn't want to do that to our community. I didn't want to do that to the culture. I didn't, period. Now, you may call me a prude and that's cool. That's your opinion. It makes me nothing. But I know now that I made the right decision and my spirit and my spirit knows it, too, because that is what really caught my attention. I was like, whoa, 
Because guess what? I've been 17. I've been that little black kid before. I know what it's like to show the tap. Hey, sir, can you get me this? Can you get me that? First of all, you're putting, you're, you're putting yourself out there in a way that you know is not, you know, it's not a good look. But you don't care. And this is where we got to care about the spirit. See, his spirit in that moment perhaps wanted to get high. And look, no shade. That's his call. I have, I have no comment about that. That's not even my business. But when you ask me to contribute to that, then it becomes my business. And so I made it my business to politely say no and hopefully bless him in the process. Number six, journal. Do you write things down? I've just lightly got into this. I write notes in my phone on the on the notepad. Um, my mother-in-law, rest in paradise, Magic Marcy, she journaled. Queen journaler, okay? My wife Amber has several years of her mother's journals. And so she gets to live and relive certain memories through her spirit. Like how beautiful is that? See, when we journal, when we write things down, we're able to take a step back and look at them. We're able to analyze them. We're able to feel them. You know, sometimes journaling, you just got to get it out. And sometimes by getting it out, it's helpful. It's feeding the spirit. It's calming the spirit. It's giving the spirit room to breathe and evolve. Also, number seven, read inspiring material. Part of my routines when I get up in the morning after the workout is to read at least 15 to 30 minutes of positive material, not negative material, positive material. In fact, material that is conducive to where I am headed in life or where I would like to go. Don't discount this. It is so important. Our spirit absolutely depends on what we do in the physical life. The decisions we make today are attached to our future. And not just to the future. They attach to your spirit too. <laughs> and the last one, be in nature. Are you getting outdoors enough? I know I could use more of this. And in fact, me and Mrs. G were just talking before we started the podcast or before I started the podcast this morning about getting away. And not necessarily just getting away to just be out and do whatever, but you know, going into nature. Perhaps taking a hike. We've hiked many times and perhaps we'll do it again very soon because, you know, there is a vibe when you hike, right? There's a vibe when you're outdoors and you're walking through terrain and, you know, the sun's beating on you and, you know, you're just out there. Because guess what? When you're in nature, you're in a living, thriving environment. These trees, those flowers, yeah, they're all alive. And guess what? They have a spirit too. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. Hey, what's up, everybody? Please say a prayer for those over in Turkey and continue praying for those in Ukraine. The world, as we all know, is going through a very dark time right now. So please, let's shine a light and show love. Thank you. And until the next time, be the best versions of yourself. Peace. Hey. 
Hey, Tavares here from Living Your Truth with Tavares. Always take time for your mental health. You matter. You are very important. And many people love having you around. So take the time for your mental health. I know life can get crazy. I know we all get busy. I know we got to be here, there, here. Oh, yeah. And can't forget that meeting. I get it. But take the time to give yourself enough time so that you can cruise along into your day and about your day. There's no need to be playing catch up throughout the day. We all hate that feeling. I know I do. I can't stand rushing. It gets on my last nerve. So I do myself the honor and the privilege of giving myself a bit more time just so that I don't have to rush. There's no need to build up all that angst, all that cortisol inside your body, all that adrenaline. It's not good for you. So give yourself the time and have a great day. We'll see you next week. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. Today we're talking about the spirit. That's right, ladies, gentlemen, and children listening with their parents. What's up, everybody? When it comes to our spirit, how intentional are you being? Because I'm being intentional. And I'm not saying it in a way like you got to be intentional because I got to be intentional. That's not what I'm saying. But intention matters. It does matter. Tips to nourish your spirit, according to dryman.com. Thank you all over there. Talk to yourself. Take time every day to check in with yourself. See, this is right in line with Tavares' famous mirror talk. We talked about this too. Okay? Talk to yourself. No, you're not crazy. No, you don't look weird. Just talk to yourself. It's okay. I do it all the time. All the time. And what I've realized is that it definitely matters if I'm talking to myself nice or not. The way I speak, the way I think, all that is again, yes, yes, it's connected. Oh, yeah, for sure. Be mindful of that because your spirit is going to internalize that. It is. Talking to yourself is healthy, by the way. So in case anyone feels a little awkward, don't. If you feel silly, that's okay. Feel it. No big deal. But guess what? It is your job, like it's my job, to take care of us, especially when it comes to our spirit. You mentioned earlier, or you heard me mention earlier about journaling and writing it down. Another great practice to help. Also, allow yourself room to change. I myself have struggled with this for so long. Not allowing room or not uh, giving myself space to change really has at times held me back. And it's because I have not only enlisted a team of doctors, but I've also been intentional about, you know, my self-care, my self-awareness. Look, the doctors, they definitely do their thing and they absolutely help me. Shout out Dr. M and Dr. J. The professionals help me untangle the things that need untangling. But when it comes to the spirit, see, that's my job. That is my job. I have to show up for the spirit because the spirit has shown up for me. The spirit has protected me against evil, harm and danger. You've been there. You know what that's like. We've all been in situations where, you know, you kind of get that like sixth sense that something isn't right. Yeah, that's your spirit knocking at your door. 
That's what it is. The spirit's like, uh, hello, we don't want to be here. Let's skedaddle. <laughs> and so what do we do? We move on it. We leave. We all have had friends. We've been at parties or places where the vibe wasn't right. And one of the friends has been like, yo, man, this don't, this don't even feel right, bro. We got to get up out of here. Only for one other friend to be like, oh, no, man, I love it. It's great in here. Well, maybe that person's spirit isn't really looking to be saved or in a safe space. Some people love being around the drama, the action, so to speak. And I'm not talking about like NBA, NFL, MLB action. I'm talking about that negative rah-rah, clap back in your face, knock you down action. Yeah. There's no future in that. So why be in that in why why be in that space? Why allow yourself to be in that space? Be mindful of that. And while you're being mindful of allowing yourself to change or giving yourself room to change, clear out the clutter. Clear out the clutter. Look, as I mentioned in the top of the podcast, we all have friends that we can be on the phone with for three minutes and have a great time, but probably wouldn't spend three days with them on a vacation. Mm -hmm. You have association, limited association and disassociation. Some of us have put our associates and friends in these, we'll call them groups. Because sometimes, you know, you love your friends, but you can't always be around them. Especially if their energy isn't good energy. If it's always negative energy or if they're always upset about something. Like, look, and I'm not, look, not to be confused with, you know, if your friend's upset, yeah, be there for them. Support them. But I'm talking about the people who perpetuate that negative vibe, right? They move with that energy. You know, there's no future in that. It's hard to build on that. If we want to elevate ourselves, we must be mindful of the spirit and we must be mindful of what we're feeding it. What are we taking in on a daily basis? If you're listening to hateful speech all the time, then you're going to walk around shouting hateful speech. You're going to walk around promoting hateful speech. But if you're promoting positive vibes, positive outlook, positive energy, Then you're going to go around, that's right, giving out positive vibes and energy and you'll be helpful. You'll be a servant leader to others. So all these things are ways to give more love and care to our spirit. Okay, even scripture reading, reflection, listening, even listening to inspirational music. There are many things that we can do to feed our spirit. I encourage everyone to do it as often as possible. This is not hard work. It is not no heavy task. It is simply you loving on yourself and taking it below the surface. Let's take it below the surface and deliver what our spirit deserves, which is that good, good energy. Various inspirational talks and testimonials help. All right. Spending time in nature, as I mentioned before. And of course, just taking time to self and being mindful. Look, as parents, we all, for those of us that are parents out there, shout out to the parents um, and the step parents. We, when it comes to our kids, we tend to monitor what they read, right? What they watch on television, who their friends are, right? Why are we doing all those things? Because we're protecting them. We're protecting 
the influences around them. We're protecting their minds, their outlooks on life. We're protecting who they're, you know, just who they're around. Well, essentially, we're also protecting their spirit because we know that one day they're going to grow up. And what we don't want is we don't want them to get into a situation where, you know, it's not going to be good for them. We want to continue to give them the opportunity to make the better decisions in life. And we do that by protecting them. And why are we doing that? Because we love them and we love the spirit and the energy that they move with. Look, as I said before, everything is connected. So when we find ourselves in tough spaces, that's not the time to quit on yourself. That's the time, in my opinion, to double down on yourself, love yourself, protect the energy, protect the spirit, because the spirit, man, that's what gives us our go. If you have comments, questions, or concerns, or you just want to say hello, please email me at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. If you're on Twitter, we are at L-I-V-I-N-U-R truth. If you're on Facebook, TikTok, or Instagram, we are at Living Your Truth Podcast. I'm always thankful and grateful to be in this space with you all. I want to thank each and every single person who tunes in from all around the world. Whether you're in your Malibu beach house, or you're in the back roads of Australia, or maybe you're in the inner city of the shy. I want to thank you so very much. Maybe you're even in San Francisco for Pride Week this week. So shout out to the whole LGBTQIA community. We love y'all. And look, until the next time, be the better versions of yourself and live your truth. Peace. Next time on Living Your Truth with Tavares. Excited for the future. Give me more enthusiasm on the next Living Your Truth with Tavares. Be sure to email us at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're on Twitter, we are at L-I-V-I-N-U-R Truth. And if you're on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook, we are at Living Your Truth Podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk, what's up? Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, cause the love is the point. The if they knock me down, then I, I get up. Dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound. Don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares.